Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. While nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. So why watch that movie talk? Oh, we have a sneak a peek for you. (laughs) (laughs) We have a sneak peek for you. The critic got a chance to see the new movie, Brian Banks. Mm. And it is coming out August 9th. It's Friday as of taping. It has a cast that you're familiar with, but first, it's written by Tom Shadiak. Shadiak? Shadiak? I don't Shadiak, know. Shadiak, yeah. Shadiak, Shadiak. Uh, and <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, it's directed by him, and it's written by Doug uh, Ashton? Action? <laughs> Atchison. Atchison? Action? Tom and Doug did it. And uh, the cast, though, uh, we've got Greg Kinnear coming in, Sherry Shepard. Um, what's that guy's name? Dorian Misek. Yes. <laughs> he, was in, he was in a lot of stuff, but it's the titular character, as you like to say. Yeah. Is um, uh, Mr. Hodge himself. Yes. Oh, dear. That is a tall drink of water. As... <laughs> oh, that man is a tall drink of water. Uh, but we're focusing on his acting ability. <laughs> please, please get into this. It's crashing and burning. Go. <laughs> also, for all of you This Is Us fans, Melanie Liebert is there. Now, who is that? Yeah, who is that? Ah, she's somebody's cousin in This Is oh. Us. Yes, she does not uh, take well to uh, one of the, yep, and then it happens. Oh my gosh, Thursday's in it. Yes, she is. Thursday Farrar. <laughs> Shout out to Thursday, girl. Playing a lawyer. That's right. Got a suit on. Okay. She's like, look, um, you might want to take this deal. <laughs> 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 anyway, let's set this up. Oh, I'm so proud of her. We know her, so. <laughs> Yes. Shout out to Thursday. Now, Brian Banks is set in Long Beach, California. And it starts by focusing, yes, on Brian himself, who's played, as the ref said, by Aldous Hodge. Brian's watching a group of kids play football. But what's the significance of that? Well, to find that out, we're taken back in time and we discover that Brian was convicted of raping one of his high school classmates when he was 16 and she was 15. Whoa. And now, after spending several years in prison, he's on parole, but, but, he maintains his innocence. And he hopes that one day he'll finally achieve his dream of playing in the NFL. However, at the moment, he's struggling to find work, of course, as his mom, played by Sherry Shepard, supports him. Wait, Sherry Shepard's playing it? Okay. She sure is. Okay. But along the way, 
he meets a personal trainer named Karina, played by, yes, Melanie Liebert, with whom he has chemistry. Okay, the sparks are flying. But just how will she react when he tells her about his wrongful conviction? Because despite that nasty stain on his reputation in life, he's still a stand-up guy. But will that be enough? Hmm. Plus, what does she have to reveal about herself? Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, this is not light stuff. Okay. Even still, the heart of this all-too-real story comes down to whether Brian can convince Justin Brooks, played by Gray Kinnear, to represent him. You see, Justin's a lawyer who's dedicated to his practice to overturning wrongful convictions via his California Innocence Project. So Brian hopes that Justin will petition the court on his behalf, but getting a conviction overturned, especially one that resulted from what was supposed to be a plea deal, is extremely difficult to do. And despite what you might think, California is a particularly tough state when it comes to this kind of thing. Even still, Brian refuses to give up and is adamant about reclaiming his life in a way that his mentor, played by Morgan Freeman, would approve of. Yes. And I think he's uncredited, so you know. I didn't see him anywhere. So, (laughs) how will this true story end? Yes, how will it end? And what about Brian's accuser? What about Brian? What's going on with her? Hmm. Hmm. And with that, here's what I must emphasize about Brian Banks. Oh my gosh. The reason to see it is if its story grabs you in some way. It's the story that counts here, and it will be interesting to see how that story is received in this particular societal moment. However, outside of that, the only other positive I can come up with is that some of the actors really tried to do their best. Aldish Hodge gives a committed performance. Greg Kinnear brings tons of personality to his role, which is no surprise. Sherry Shepard sheds her comedic sensibilities. Melanie Liebert proves that she's a reliable actor. And Morgan Freeman's Morgan Freeman. I can't believe Morgan Freeman sent this. (laughs) Now, it might be, think, of course, the story. Morgan Freeman in this movie is making a statement. Okay? Right. Mm -hmm. But the writing... Oh, yes. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yep. But the writing has not even a hint of nuance or specificity. I mean, just why did Doug Atchison have to write this? I couldn't detect his unique point of view on this important story at any time. Plus, some of Tom Shadyac's directing choices didn't do anything to overcome that. I mean, he might want to stick to comedies. And so, the actors were on an island here, and not all of them knew what to do without more guidance, which is a shame. It's a shame that Brian's story is being presented like a shallow and facile TV movie, But I guess that's better than nothing if the result is that more people will be aware of Brian's harrowing journey. Wow, there you have it. Brian Banks opens up August 9th. And you can sneak around, you can probably fish around and find it near you. It may not be in every single theater, but I bet you if you dig around, you might can find it. Or you can decide to wait till it comes to your television. Either way, it's up to you.
Critic. Yes. We're on Twitter. What? We're on Facebook. What's a Facebook? We're on Instagram. <laughs> and we are on the www. But guess what else we're on? What? We're on YouTube! Oh! <laughs> YouTube! That's right. We have our own channel. Oh. Yes, there you can find our episodes, some trailers, and a whole lot more we're cooking up. <laughs> and we have a very, very special opportunity for you. That's right. If you subscribe at YouTube, our channel there, yes. this month of July, you will be entered to win a custom watching plan from Why Watch That. If you win, yeah, we'll tell you, hey, here's some things for you, just you, to check out. We will curate that thing for you. Ew, why watch that? We're kind of nice over here, aren't we? We sure are. So if you're interested in that, and heck, you should be on the YouTube anyway. The YouTube. See, I was saying like, oh, man. <laughs> Not just a YouTube. <laughs> be on the YouTube anyway at our channel, Why Watch That. Subscribe in July, and maybe you'll know what to watch from here forth. We have a sneak peek for you. Comes out August 9th. It is the movie called The Peanut Butter Falcon. Ah! <laughs> I don't know. What? What? Yeah, I love the title. What kind of title is that? It has, um, it's directed and written by Tyler Nielsen and Michael Schwartz. Uh, <laughs> that was from Space Schwartz. We with you. Yes, Spaceball, thank you. <laughs> oh, look at that. See, we've been we've been around each other too long. <laughs> Waltz. <laughs> um, Spaceballs, everybody. Uh, this is not a Mel Brooks production at no. all. But it does have Shia LaBeouf, so pretty close in strangeness. Dakota Johnson is also in it along with John Hawks, who I find myself looking at the credits going, oh my gosh, that was John Hawks? Yeah. Um, Thomas Hayden Church, Bruce Dern, John Bernthal, along with a ton of other people who, who will pop in and out. Now, I don't know much about this. I know you got a chance to see it. Please tell us what's going on here. Yes, and can I just say, John Hawks, everybody, if you haven't seen Winter's Bone. Oh my gosh. I mean, this is what, you know, put Jennifer Lawrence on the map. But look at John Hawks when he says, have you gotten that taste yet anyway? Oy. So for the peanut butter falcon, what we have is this. We have a young man with Down syndrome. His name is Zach, played by Zach Gotzigan. Mm -hmm. um, and he is in an um, old folks home? Mm-hmm. Why? Is he in an old folks' home? Right. His roommate's played by Bruce Dern. Why is he there? Well, it's because he doesn't have a family to take care of him. And the state has decided that this is the best place for him, for them to look over him. And the main person who cares for him is played by Dakota Johnson. Her name is Eleanor. And, you know, she's a very sweet person. Zach's this great, wonderful ball of energy. So you have that. But Zach... Uh, w without it being surprising, does not want to be in this old folks home. He is inspired to be a wrestler. No. Yeah, think WWE. No. 
He wants to do that. And his favorite wrestler, the name is the Saltwater Redneck. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. And he's played by Thomas Hayden Church. <laughs> so Zach has video cassettes of, <laughs> of Thomas Hayden Church as the Saltwater Redneck. He watches it over and over and over again. And he wants to escape the home to go to uh, Saltwater's wrestling school, which is in Florida. Okay, so I believe they're like in the Virginia area, something like that. I don't know for sure. But he has to go down the coast. Okay. All right. How is he going to get there? How can he escape the nursing home? Well, he does try to bribe one of his, uh, you know, one of his fellow people there in the home to cause a distraction so he can get away. (laughs) Does this succeed? And if not, what are the repercussions, right? So let's put a pin in that and move to uh, another storyline, which is headed by, you guessed it, Shia LaBeouf's character, Tyler. Tyler is a crabber. So, you know, he's in the water trying to get crabs. That's what he does for a living. But he also does some things that are illegal Uh and gets him in the hot water and causes problems for his employer. Uh So he gets the ax. Okay, it's just like in um, in Kill Bill when the guys in there going, there's your name, there was your name. Okay, <laughs> so he's out of there. Now, what he also does, he does something else that causes problems for mm, a not-so-savory person. And that not-so-savory person is played by, who could play this person? Oh, you already said it. John Hawks. So John Hawks is after, and John Hawks' character is Duncan. Duncan is after Tyler, Shia LaBeouf. So Tyler wants to run away to Florida. Okay. Now, in him running away, Tyler running away, and Zach wanting to get away from the home, how do they meet? Mm. I won't give that away, but they do meet, and they do eventually end up traveling together. Because on the way to where Tyler's going is the wrestling school for Zach. But remember, Eleanor's there. She's caring for Zach. She's very concerned if he gets out, right? He needs to be taken care of, right? Well, the relationship Zach has with Eleanor is completely different from the one he develops with Tyler. So Tyler sees him as someone who is more capable than other people have seen him. And by the end of the movie, the question is, how do all of these people meet? How do they intersect? And will they be safe in the end? Because remember, John Hawks is out there, Duncan's out there, Mm. and he wants retribution. Yikes. Now, The Peanut Butter Falcon, the title, is actually, I won't even give that away. Okay. Because it's great when you figure out what it means. It's, It's really a fun moment. And I think this runtime is an hour, 38 minutes. Ooh. For an hour, the first hour, I was really entertained. Was this anything new? No, but I enjoyed Zach playing Zach. His personality was just great. It's hilarious. People were laughing. It's just, you really will grow to enjoy him. It's not even that he's this cuddly, lovable dude. He's a real person who has a personality. Mm. And it was just fun to see that. It was fun to see him interact with Dakota and Shia. Of course, Shia is going to give you the rapid talk. 
and things in the script. I'm like, Shina, that is not in the script. <laughs> his dance with Zach, his dance with Eleanor Dakota Johnson. It, it, you, it, it's fun watching actually Dakota react to him because you could tell she's like, I don't know what's coming out of his mouth, <laughs> but I'm going to go with it. So all of that was fun. Um, you have John Bernthal. It, now, this is where we have to go. Okay. So an hour of it I was enjoying. Uh, you think of all of these buddy road movies, these duo movies. You, you think uh, even Huck Finn. You yeah. think uh, you're going back to maybe even Midnight Run. Uh, Brain Man comes in. Like all of these movies that we've seen before, you're thinking of. I was even thinking, Ref, but you would lighten it a bit. I was thinking of what Billy Bob Thornton did with Sling Blade. I was oh. thinking about what they did, he and uh, Robert Duvall did with The Apostle. Uh, not as dark as that, oh, right, but, but the yeah. feel of it, that kind of, that that version of the South is kind of what we get here. And it's just, it's always comfortable for me to see that kind of a movie. So again, the first hour I enjoyed, but then at the end, it did lose its way. It didn't quite figure out all of its plot points, how they could connect and tonally what it wanted to be in the end. Because John Bernthal plays Mark, who is uh, Tyler, Shia LaBeouf's brother, and a tragedy happened. But why did you cast John Bernthal? I wasn't clear. Like he's in these flashbacks, but you don't even hear him talk that much. It was strange. So I, I didn't know how that connected. Also, at the end, they threw in more of Eleanor's backstory, and it wasn't explored enough. We get, finally, we get to see the Saltwater Redneck, played by Thomas Hayden Church, and that was thrown in. And then the whole wrestling part at the end, I just don't know tonally as well. Is it serious? Is it comedy? I wasn't quite sure in the end. The first hour was clear to me and consistent. The final half hour or so wasn't quite so much. So what does that mean for you listeners? Should you see this or not? I think that this is great as a rental. Oh, It's great as a rental or at home some way. I would watch it that way because you are gonna be charmed by it in, in a way you're not expecting early on. And I think in the end, you'll probably be like, eh, it didn't quite add up, but I was fine with it. I mean, there is this hilarious moment at the end that they step on. So it's just strange tonally. I don't think they quite nailed that, but I think this has enough for you to watch it if you're interested, again, from the comfort of your own home. But hey, as the ref loves to say, it's hot outside. You know, August 9th is when this releases. So if you just want a break from a lot of different things, this will certainly be that. And then you'll know sooner rather than later what in the world the peanut butter falcon is. Well, you've wet our whistle with that. Again, <laughs> as the critic said, it's out August 9th. You can catch it in the theaters. Or as he recommends, maybe you don't want to even leave your house to go to theater because it's so hot. <laughs> Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.